Welcome back, everyone, to the Shock Absorber podcast. It's very wonderful to have you along with us, as always. Whether you're on your favorite podcast app or you're watching us on YouTube, hello and welcome. And I've got two special co-hosts. Special. The, li- the so lights special. are wrong. Oh, the, the lights, the are, lights wrong. are wrong. We don't normally have a sign either. Oh, for you talking about the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What's going on? And I'm like, no, that's... Yeah, right. When we're on, when we're on, we normally don't have a sign. Mm. What a sign of things to come on this podcast. (laughs) Are you just making making fun of me? (laughs) Straight out the Um, gate. uh, Ethan, welcome. Hello. What's your title? We should just remind everyone. Uh, I am the youth youth mission pastor. Were you knighting people at youth? (laughs) I was knighting people at youth on Friday night. Yeah, I brought a. um, I have a. I have a. I have a sword. Uh, <laughs> see, this is I knew. Sword. I knew I starting the conversation. I have a sword, and um, it's just like a cool thing that I have on my bookshelf, and it's like a proper ancient Greek sword. It's not sharp or anything, uh, and I brought it to youth as a um, as an illustration for the talk I was doing. Yeah, we were talking about uh, the Bible being described as sharper than a double double edged sword. sword. No, yeah. I was had a. I had a sword to be like, it's better than this thing. And this thing's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, a bunch of them wanted to get knighted. And so I was knighting them. It was really funny. Wow. So I don't know what, I don't know how that changes my role mm. uh, or at least my title. Sir, Sir, Sir Ethan, youth Sir mission Crucial. pastor. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Sir, Sir youth pastor. Sir youth pastor. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, that's me. Welcome to the podcast. Good to be You've here. You've been on before. Obviously. I have, yes. Um, and we have Braden here. Hello. Title. Title or Technically, arts pastor slash student pastor. Yeah. But I think the title I'm on this podcast for is youth coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I've put my other hat on. So you guys both co- or coordinate or organise our Friday night gathering and also our youth group. Yes. And But the reason, and this was Stu's idea, was that you guys come on, was because we just, uh, you recently held Soul Revival Church's first ever youth camp it's pretty unreal it was very cool yeah right and what and the kind of learnings from that and mm. um really trying to show the shockers all bit in action but learning from you guys not just leading younger crew but also you being younger pastors on our staff team as well about what we can learn from you as well from the, from the youth group and the youth camp uh what was the name of the youth camp uh, it's called Origin. And where did that, could, we should, could you tell the story of where, like, that you've been trying to hold this camp for, what, three or four years? Yeah, Is that ages, correct? ages. We, we first, so we, we were like, oh, this is, we've, we've finally got to a number of crew that'll be great to have a youth camp with. And this was probably four years ago, three yeah. years ago now, four years ago? 2018, 2019. 2019, whatever year, whatever year COVID hit. 2019. 2020. 2020 then. 2020, COVID started at, at like February, March 2020. Okay. 2019 was the bushfires. Yes. Oh, so we had bushfires, which we were not, that did not affect our planning at all. Oh, we okay, were like, this will be fine. We did. We, we went on schoolies. In the we went on schoolies in the middle of a bushfire. <laughs> we can we can do whatever we want. And uh, we started planning youth camp in early 2020 and COVID starting to kind of kick around and, and do its thing and it's like oh it's like like, oh, bird flu it's, it's fine flu it's <laughs> yeah nothing's gonna happen it's like, it'll be it'll be it'll be totally okay and we got through literally all of the planning all of the everything had been done we were meant to and then week, we? we had a week left yeah. and we had a planning meeting just on to be monday. like on the monday yeah before the friday being to be prepared weekend, to, to be to get prepared just to be like all right what are the last things we need to do and over the weekend, that meeting stopped being a, 
what are the last things we need to do and became a do we do it? Yeah. Like, should we? So we sat and we're in the we're in the factory sitting on these couches and we're huddling around. It's like, Throwing I don't know, around like, it should be fine. Like, yeah, like. What if we're the people that start this, like, yeah, the whole, oh, thing, you're a the super whole thing. spreader. Yeah, what oh, if the pandemic, well, yeah, what if this is a super spreader event? Yeah. Like, like all, all this is all this is going on. And then we decided not to. And turns out that we didn't need to decide not to because it got killed. We were by Wednesday, down. we were in lockdown. Yeah. We had made that call on Monday. <laughs> oh, wow. And by Wednesday, we were locked down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's taken out two more years. So RIP origin. And yeah. then- At the time. At the time. And then two years pass and we've had youth online and we've had heaps of fun and we announced camp yeah. like uh, another time online. Yeah, online we did a scavenger hunt and the 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 prize was going to be a reveal of when youth camp like the next year, but then yeah. because we we're in another lockdown. Yeah, and then the next lockdown it hit, became, so we didn't actually. The, the prize became like just a piece of paper that said like to be continued. Yeah. And since that, we've did three more um, treasure hunts. Teasers. That <laughs> all ended with to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> because every time the joke was to the leaders, we're like, we'll announce youth camp at the end of one of these treasure hunts. But the kids are just like, this is the most annoying we're thing. over yeah. this. No, so yeah. over it. <laughs> and then by. Last term, we had a pirate night. Yeah. And that is a perfect opportunity for a treasure hunt. Is it? Oh, for and, treasure hunt, yes. And so we did, uh, as a part of the game, uh, we had to go find some treasure and they came out and they opened the same box that we used the first time, which none yeah. of them at this point, all of well, them. Well, Ted, Ted was the one. Ted, Ted was the only, there's one person in our youth group who is now a leader that yes, was there for the last camp. Like for the last camp announcement. So none of them actually know what we do, what's going on. We oh, just as, yeah. as leaders having a, having a muck around. Yeah, yeah. And we opened the first box that was the thing that first announced it. And it was camp and then they all got excited and it was very fun. But yeah. it was very dark. So they didn't actually understand what it was. Like they couldn't <laughs> no, read it. can't see like, it. What is this? Because isn't the orange in branding was like black background yeah. and yeah. white. Yeah. White logo. And yeah. so it was, they, it, it didn't actually quite hit as hard as we yeah. wanted it to hit, but it was fun. It was exciting. <laughs> there was lots of cheering so once is, they figured it out. That is the lead up to the youth camp. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you finally held it a couple of weekends ago. We did. Uh, do you want to describe the planning process for that? Was it the same or was it, would it have to it be different? It was very different. Yeah, different leaders, different kids. Yeah, different. Again, different like, like so we mentioned, crew. the, the yeah. crew that were um, in youth group, a lot of them aren't in youth group anymore. Mm. We originally planned that um, thing. The years look different, different sizes of um, different leaders, mm-hmm. all lots of that different. But mainly we had planned it. Um, <laughs> it was called Origin because it was a planet. We were discovering a planet. It was like a alien theme basically yeah and we were going to do it in a specific campsite and then that campsite had changed mm. so we, we were going to be going to a place called Wedderburn and instead we were going to Chittick Lodge in Jerringong so they were two very different sites very which meant different. that we we brought a few things across but we changed it a lot yeah we, we pretty much started from scratch just like kept we, the name we yeah, yeah basically yeah totally mm. and hopefully we'll be able to use that name for for the next however long we yeah. have this name for, but until we get bored of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it was it was really fun. But yeah, because because we were going to a different location, we just were able to completely restart. And I think that having a different team was really good to yeah. also restart. Like that way, they everyone felt included, and it was a big it was a big deal. It was really fun. What's the hardest 
And what's the easiest thing about planning a youth camp? The hardest thing for sure was the money stuff. Like I am, we are very blessed uh, to have Michael Greaves, shout out to him, who is far smarter than I am. Central coordinator. Central, he's a central coordinator of our youth group. And uh, I had a very fun conversation on the phone where he was walking his dog and I was just reading him numbers and he was like, yeah, that works. And was like helping me do some maths. And it was very, very helpful. I can imagine. I think that personally, I am not naturally gifted at that kind of organizing. Mm. And so it was very new for me, uh, but it was very helpful to have a really awesome team uh, who have very different skill sets <laughs> that, um, that help out with that kind of thing. Because yeah, I, I, like the money thing for me was ridiculous. I had no idea how to figure that out. Yep. And um, but the money thing in terms of like, this is how much money. Yeah, like how much, how much do we charge for people? How much, like what's, like you, you're looking at campsites. What's a good price for a campsite? I don't know if this is reasonable or not. Like mm. that kind of thing mm. was all real. You got everything covered. Have you got food covered? Have you got, yeah. you know, Yeah, the other pros stuff and cons are different places. Yep. Yeah. So that's the hardest thing? I found, I found that was the hardest thing. Okay. Uh, however, I think other people might not find that. But Brayden, anything that you'd add to the being the hardest to plan? Um, well, I obviously I didn't have to do any of that stuff, so that helps. That helps mm. me think that it wasn't the hardest thing that I had to deal with. <laughs> That's the easiest thing. Yeah, I think it was just it's that that unpredictability of not knowing. Um, we hadn't been to that site before, yeah. so we had vague like we had people on the team who had been to that site for school camps or a long time ago. But mm. when you're trying to um, plan for a night. Or you're trying to plan for a whole bunch of activities in a place that you're not actually familiar with that can be interesting. I mm. think Greaves is the one who brought it up a couple of times. Like when we're doing youth group here at the factory or at Kirawi and something, maybe you need something or something not, isn't going as well as you'd want to do, you can pivot pretty quickly. You know the space, you know mm. what's around. Mm. Oh, okay, we actually, if we just go grab a pool noodle and do that, then this <laughs> game will work way better. Yeah. You can kind of pivot a lot easier. Or like, oh, this is, it's raining outside. This isn't working. We'll do this. Like, mm. um, it was obvious. It's just trying to figure out, um, it's like, yeah, just trying to work through the unknowns of that um, aspect yeah, of okay. things was probably the hardest bit of planning for yeah. us. That's understandable. Because here you know everything, where everything is too. Yeah. You can just adapt pretty quickly. What about um, easiest thing? You just didn't have to do much? <laughs> easiest <laughs> thing? Oh, I think <laughs> the easiest thing was just bringing the excitement. Again, yeah. I kind of relate it to a few people, um, kind of forgot how keen the crew would be. Like it, you're so used to like maybe for a few things, we don't generally have to do this a lot, but like you're like, okay, the leaders will need to set the excitement and then they'll get excited and then we'll move on. Like, mm -hmm. but instead forgetting that obviously they had never done a youth camp before. Well, like I was none just of them had done a youth camp before. I was on the last youth camp. That's we what ran. I'm saying. I think that yeah, you were a youth kid when I was yeah, we, leading. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Oh no, you would lead. No, no, he would have been there. I, I was, was just there. revive aliens. Yeah, revive aliens. That yeah. Was, yeah, I was there. I was, I was, I, I was in year whatever the last year that does that camp. Yeah, I don't remember. I was year in the first nine? year. I was in, in the first year. Oh, then I probably, I probably you would have. You wouldn't have been there. No, I wouldn't have been there. But the year before, I would have been there. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. That's how long ago. Yeah, it is. Okay. So yeah, I, I. So for context, that was while we were at Gomer Anglican, Sorrival yeah. Youth Community. Yeah. Sorrival Youth Community would run a camp, but called as Revive. a church, we have not done it. Yeah, it was yeah. called Revive Camp. Yeah. That's right. And so I was on that camp as, I was on the band and I think I was in year 10. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to Evan Moses, Ben Tyrrell and <laughs> Keegan. Very fun. But mm. um, so I think in my head, I was like, oh, we've got to G this up. They, they don't really, they're, 
they haven't done it before, so some of them might be a bit iffy. But they were so keen. So I like remember when I announced it when I was leading a service a few weeks before. They were so keen for it just yeah. then. Yeah. So that was cool. Which I think was really cool. Um, yeah. So we didn't have to. The easiest part was, was getting it. them excited. That was easy. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So here's the question: Why did you do it? Why did you do the youth camp after all it being such a hassle? Like, like trying to get it actually such happen. a hassle. Or trying I, to actually I, I do, I, no, I do, I do want to say, I do want to say it actually. Like, it, it sounds like it might have been a hassle, but it really wasn't. I was talking to someone afterwards. I was like, I think, <laughs> so I think God gave us just gave us the, a freebie uh, this year. Like, it was so easy, and nothing went wrong, and it was absolutely, yeah, it was such a breeze. Uh, mm. And all the all the horror stories I had heard about youth camps and. Uh, stuff going wrong or whatever. That was kind of, I think that was weighing on me a little bit. And then we got through it and I was like, oh, actually that was that was super chill. Like that was not very hard at all. Uh, Cause it was, it was just hanging out and having fun and uh, getting excited and, and doing well, like, and there was, there was some harder moments, mm. but it was not, it was not a disaster at all. And that was fantastic. And like no one went to hospital, for example, which is <laughs> so many of the stories I heard were, oh, here's this person oh, went yeah. to hospital and this yeah. person went to hospital. And I'm like, that's that's cool. Not really encouraging for the guy trying to run his first youth camp. But oh, yeah, I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember leading a youth camp and yeah, being a leader on it and someone went to hospital, I'm pretty sure. Totally, right? Like, and, and, and it's a thing that happens. And yep. so, yeah, it was such a blessing that it was as problemless as it was, uh, which was really cool. But, but, back, to, but back to your actual, sorry. And, and I, I said all that because yeah, we're not we're not coming on and being like, oh, it was it was it was really hard, but it was worth it. It was actually really we, fun. We had, had, it was had to it. really grind it out. Yeah, no, yeah, there was none of that at all. Yeah. It was like it was great. We had um we had a whole bunch of meetings uh, on Wednesdays in the lead up that was yeah. so fun. Like we what we met for four Wednesdays in a row. Yeah, and now then we're up to six. And then, yeah, now we're up to six because we were like, oh, we're gonna watch the Matildas and we're gonna do this other thing. And we're gonna <laughs> camp so, debrief. We had, yeah, camp debrief. Council, we had a blah and then a camp debrief. Yeah, so. yeah. So it was awesome. We're like we're six Wednesdays in a row. Excuse to hang out next Wednesday. It's great. Stop planning next year yeah <laughs> totally so yeah it's really fun and really exciting and one of the reasons we did it is because uh, uh we try to talk on the talk of the shock absorber all the time about friendship and one of the things that a youth camp does really well is it forces everyone to stay together for an extended period of time and there are very few things more awesome for friendships than being stuck. Proximity. Yeah, mm. like it is, and I, and I say that as a, um, as someone who has made lots of lifelong friends at camps mm. uh, and stuff like that. Uh, it is so beautiful to see uh, how close people get because they're sharing a room. Like that's, it's unreal uh, how that happens. And um, there's also this really amazing fire that gets stoked on a youth camp that uh, people just get really, really keen for Jesus. And that's really exciting to see as well. Uh, but yeah, I think one of the reasons we did it was to really, one of the, one of the things, I think there's lots of reasons. And so I don't want to just jump on, I don't think I can just jump on one. Uh, but one of the reasons as well as those that I've already said was, um, no, I lost it in my clarification. That's right. Is it like, is there a specific yeah. purpose? Like you just wanted the crew to grow. Well, yeah, you want, them, you want them to grow in their faith, you want them to grow in their friendship, their and you want them to grow yeah, in their relationships, and you want them to grow in their um, connection to the community. So they're going, this is my camp, this is my youth group. And so this the is church my community. So the church community. Yep. Uh, and I think those, 
yeah, grow in their faith first and foremost, mm. uh, and then grow in their friends and grow in their connection. I think is really beautiful. It's a really cool opportunity to give them a shirt. Uh, and there's, yeah. I love semiotics. And yeah, it's the, just the memories associated with that camp. This is why totally. we did the jumper I'm wearing the cool. last week away we went on, just yep. for that very reason. Yep. Yeah. And and that really, there's something about the semiotic of a, of a, of a camp shirt or of a or of merch yeah. that really locks you into uh, that. And maybe that's, I, I maybe I'm particularly excited about that kind of stuff because I love, I do love, I'm, a, I'm such a sucker for, for getting the merch um, <laughs> and, and then repping it. But I think that that's partially because semiotics is a real, interesting mm. thing and um and it speaks to, a, good for that. speaks to their identity totally. about being in jesus and yeah and so those th i think those three things are the the main purposes mm. can you think of any others or any uh, build on on that Braden? no i totally agree like nothing um nothing really replaces the factor of time in a relationship yeah. totally. um, especially yeah and whether that's time spent with god whether that's time spent with each other time spent in Your community spouse. Yeah. Spouse, yes. Well, I was talking about youth camp, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your spouse was there on youth be, camp. There may be some future spouses there. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, no purple. No purple. No purple at all. Um, I do not know what no that means. No dark blue or hot pink. Yes, there, is, there's, there, was a, there was a joke uh, that is circulated in Christian meme land. It is um, the idea that on a... <laughs> that you're not supposed to not supposed to if, if girls are pink and boys are blue they're not supposed to combine and make purple there's no no purple, purple allowed there's no purple and so that became a hilarious joke that was running throughout the whole thing and that then turned into all sorts of things but yeah. um but yes that was sorry that was that I no that makes sense have inside joked on a, on a public <laughs> podcast yeah i was gonna <laughs> say you need to explain that, <laughs> that was, yeah. yeah but in saying that it, that was also a thing we did on camp so it counts yeah yeah no mm -hmm. purple <laughs> lots of dark blue, lots of hot pink, <laughs> no purple. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, yeah, again, it's that that um, not excuse. It's that that um, uh, great time to spend together. Um, whether that's in um, doing the talks or having quiet time or longer discussion groups than we're able to have when you have two hours. Like that's I think we've been chatting a lot about this um, recently. Is like maximum. Um, if you guys come and hang out on it, if um, youth crew want to come and hang out on a Friday, we get them for like two and a half hours a week. Yeah. And so just having them for a whole weekend to hang out is it's awesome. That's like, mm. yeah, I don't even know how many weeks of youth, you know what I mean? In terms oh, of to, time spent. To total how much yeah. time you spent with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and nothing really replaces like, yeah, catching a two hour train with someone or, yep. or having like being in a room with people. Mm. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of things. So, that's really so can nice. we just delve into this thing? Because I found this actually a little bit surprising. You caught the train down there and caught the train back. Yes. Yeah. Why? Well, the train there was to make camp start a little earlier. Mm. Uh, so it was really- It's like you're traveling. Instead of traveling individually, you're traveling down to camp. Yeah, yeah there's actually a, instead of starting at six when everyone got there, we started at 4.30. Like it was this awesome, uh, not not six, seven. Yeah. Like, we, we didn't get there technically until seven o'clock at night, yeah. mm. but we started at 4.30. It's like part of the adventure. Because, yeah. yeah, we had this big adventure together. We brought a foosball table onto the, that was the awesome. train. Onto the train and- Can we uh, get, uh, can you put that photo in there? Yeah. yeah that, that'd yeah, be pretty cool. Yeah, so you're playing uh, the foosball table that we have here at Kirui. Yeah, we just carried it onto the train and then yeah. we're playing in the, I think they call it the vestibule, the bit yeah, in the middle. middle. If, in if the anyone vestibule. rides on Sydney trains, yeah. it's that yeah. middle bit you walk onto when you get on the platform. Yeah. But you were playing in there. We were playing in there, it I was think, unreal. I think the reason why we did the train is ant was answered by 
a whole bunch of the the crew yeah. by the end of the train trip being like can we catch the train all together to week away? <laughs> yeah, fully. <laughs> They're like, how close is now a train station to what is like? A bombardier. Yeah. That's where you catch well, it to. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. To, but like yeah, that's, that hard. answers the question of why we did it. Because yeah. they were like, wow, why can't cool. the whole church just catch it's the like train? Catch, I suppose away? it's like catching a bus all together, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. It's so. such a big, fun, excitement, that's exciting thing. of just And it, it just, again, it's that time thing. Like you yeah. actually just get to spend way more time together mm-hmm. and you just like it yeah it made it start early and it made that start was really fun and together because you again you're stuck in mm. this tiny little section um and you're hanging out it was awesome and didn't the, you have the some, way back uh, i was just gonna say didn't you have some people that you didn't know play foosball with it yeah. yeah yeah we had some ministry bro ministry brands. Yeah. it was great <laughs> yeah was, um but that was again that was like no, no one batted an eyelid they were like no. yeah cool yeah um, join in yeah, I'll just, cool. I'll just come and hang out. Either move into the quiet carriage, which is some of the, some people did, which is fair enough. Yes, uh, or or come join, which they <laughs> did. It was awesome. Uh, so on the way back, well, on the way back, we were gonna ask parents to. So something that we have done at that that, that youth did at camps previously was have like a barbecue for the parents as mm. well on the last day, which makes it a really beautiful all age all stage expression actually, and like it brings everyone in together. Uh, we didn't have because we didn't know the site very well mm. and we didn't understand like the timing was a bit weird and Jaren Gong's like an hour and a bit too like it's a long, long yeah. way away uh we were going to do that and then we were kind of not doing to going to do that and we we're just going to have everyone come and pick them up and then Brado, who we had in our team uh, and was just there to come and help out was like as a parent it, I, I reckon you would win heaps of points if you took the train home too and the parents would be super, super appreciative uh, of the fact that they didn't have to drive all the way down. And so actually part of the part of the way back was to love the parents and go, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring them back so you can only have to go to the thing. And then it turned out that they loved the train back yeah. too. So mm-hmm. yeah. was there quite a few crew uh, sleep on the train on the way back? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, it was pretty <laughs> split. We had, we had boat, we had a whole carriage. So the top half was a lot of like iPods on, reading, chilling, sleeping kind of vibe. And the bottom half was playing Truth or Dare and just getting <laughs> super raucous. Yeah, so that it was, was awesome. It was really good. Yeah. So we, as you said before, Ethan, um, as part of the youth community at Gaimi Anglican, Soul Revival had a lot of youth camps. Yes. Anyway, but this is the first one ever for Soul Revival Church. Yes. Which, you know, we've kind of been around for almost 11 years now. So we haven't done one in 11 years. Is there anything, and we've got people that used to do the ones at Gaimir. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, you would have heard stories, but is there anything that you guys carried over from that time into this particular camp? Um, we... I mean, you pinched Fee. We pinched Fee, so she <laughs> came, which is great. She yeah. did the talks, which is yes. phenomenal. Uh, yeah. she, had, she hadn't done a youth talk in... 10 years or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But she and was the she coordinator the of the year 7 8 group for a long time. She was yeah. a long, long time. Then you also the 9 10 group before that. Yeah. 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 Oh, she's yeah, she's a legend yeah. and she did our talks, which was really, really fabulous. Um, if you want to hear about more about Fee, you yes. can catch the first episode of her Chip Lunch podcast, which was only re- relatively recently. So if you do yeah. want to hear more about the legend of Fee, dive in. Dive into that. We'll put a link in. Always plug. Yes. <laughs> the... Well, we okay. So one of the things we did was we took a game that was played many moons ago uh, called Schlocker. Oh gosh, which was excellent fun. Oh, uh, so good. Schlocker is one of those was one of those games where uh, it was invented purely because uh, the crew at the time this was 
15 years ago or something like that now? Probably, probably more. Probably the more. The first one, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was invented because uh, they there were all these like little fights about which sport was the best. And so Jai McMorty... And also and which people, suburb people were from Yeah, as well, so Jai McMorty sat down and was like, what we can do is we're going to make the ultimate game. <laughs> we're going to combine as many of these games as we can. And he has combined into this like... There's this triangle, triangular field, field. three goals, and it's like three, part footy, part yeah. part soccer, part oh. golf, part like there's all these part yeah. AFL. There's all these cool little bits to it, and so confusing. It's it's awesome. It's really and he had a slideshow that mm. I was able to show. Like it was awesome, yeah. and we took out the one rule that made uh, a lovely person break their. Uh, ankle. ankle ankle so that was the, that was the only time i played soccer was when this person broke their ankle yeah so that was again what the was thing the rule? Of like it was the the okay so i don't know what was going through Jai's head but he was like the way to get footy in there was to make one person on each team be the designated try scorer that's right and that person could at any point pick up the ball and run with it and score a try yeah. if that person picks up the ball anyone else on the other two like it's a, there's three different teams on the field on the other two teams can jump on you can tackle and just tackle, you. Just tackle <laughs> you and so these people so so this this girl picked up the ball and it was in the middle of a chicks round so what you would also do is you'd uh and we included this rule because it was great uh you sub off all the boys yep. yeah and only the girls all play and uh the, so it was during one of those rounds and all the girls just piled on uh, on, on, that is what happened. on this person. Yep. And then they all kind of dispersed and it. she had broken her ankle. She was just lying on the ground. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so we took that rule out because <laughs> that's chaos. Yep. Yeah. And we had we enough had chaos. A, yeah, anyway. we had more than enough chaos. <laughs> one, of the, one of the rules that was great was you can use your hands to like deflect at any point. And so people were running and like to control the ball, they would like grab it, hit it with their hands. And that actually was really great for those that weren't as good at soccer. Mm. because yeah. they could just like intercept or like knock things out of the way. And it was great. It was really, really fun. Driving mad. My, my favorite was the you take the conversions after you've scored a goal with a golf club hitting a tennis ball through the uprights. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> everyone missed except for Greaves yeah. who oh. scored his conversion. <laughs> He's not bad at golf. And I cut, well, that was the funny thing is yeah. the, the, one of the crew then yelling out, of course Greaves scored. He's old. <laughs> right, of course, Greaves is good at golf. He's old. That's so funny. <laughs> and I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, great because it, it got everyone involved and yeah. it was like a, an old school throwback. That was very fun to do. Oh, and, and originally one that you, you raised, Joel, was part of it was there was this rivalry between suburbs. Yeah, and so yeah. what they would do is they would make one of the two of the three teams or the three teams different suburbs. Yep. And so we did that because there is not much of a rivalry, so it wouldn't no. have caused a big deal. No. And so what we did is we had uh, Kiriwe and Grace Point. Point away. Point away. We had uh, Gaimi and Cronulla. Gaimi, Gaimi Bay and Cronulla. Yeah, they were the true Shire. <laughs> and, <laughs> and everyone else. And everyone else was North Loftus. <laughs> it was great because the real Shire got no points. Oh, really? They like... They they lost quite they dramatically, struggled. and then the re the other two got 
total of 15 points each. So there was a draw. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, which was, yeah, it was a really well, yeah, fun Yeah, jo- Josh Jones missed the last minute. Conversion. <gasps> Conversion. That After coming from a rugby, from a soccer semi-final. Yeah. He where he had the scored goal. the winning goal yeah. at extra time. Mm. Yeah. He couldn't nail the, the golf tennis ball conversion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was very fun. It was really fun. And it, so that was something we brought back that was really, really exciting. Yeah. And just, yeah. they loved it and we loved it. And yeah. But there was there was lots of things we brought across yeah, totally. from being either at camps or doing mm. or um, camps like Fee and Greaves had run before. Things yep. like I don't know, warm and fuzzies, the way self catering. Oh, yeah, shout out to um, Quinn and Rachel. Quinn and Rachel yep. who killed it. Killed it. The food was so good. Unreal. Like actually unreal. All unreal yeah, camp food. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So self catering. You're saying that people from the church loving yeah. and serve, like servingly cook the food for all the kids yep. for every single meal. It was yeah. unbelievable. And the cool thing is we didn't even have to ask them. They came and, they came and found Greaves. We were like, so are we cooking? Like, <laughs> have you got anyone to cook yet? They were like, that's how yeah, keen they right. were to hang yeah. out. And oh, yeah. that's cool. That was really cool. That is really cool. Um, and they did an awesome job. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, unbelievable. But like, yeah, things like that, like how we structured days or- I was going to ask you, what's uh, a normal, what was the day? What was a day look like? So let's say Saturday, what's that going to be? Well, weather was a factor. No. Weather was a factor. So none so of the crew will know that weather was. A yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what was really interesting is what we planned and what actually happened was very different, in from a structural perspective. And yeah, as Braden said, none of the crew know really because we you couldn't really tell. Yeah. However, it was it was a little bit all over the place, but we had ideally we had we started in the morning with breakfast and then we had a talk and discussion groups and quiet time, uh, kind of after breakfast. And then we went into uh, our first activity uh, and then, which was kind of an all in big fun thing. And then we had lunch and then we split off into guys and girls and the girls went and did something fun and the guys did something fun. And then we kind of repeated that, but swapped the, the, girl, the, guy, the girls stayed on site, the guys went off site. And then the aim was to do another big thing together. Uh, and then we were gonna finish the night uh, with some wide games or something like that or a, yeah. And so some of that happened, some of that did not happen. Because uh, of the weather. Because of the weather, because mm-hmm. it was yeah, raining. Okay. Yeah. So for example, we had this lovely, awesome, exciting chalk chase planned out and you can't do a chalk chase in the rain. It doesn't no, work. It's just gonna wear yeah. off yeah. straight away. So, yeah. yeah, okay. Sub some things out. We talked about this things that you brought across, which is anything you didn't bring across from history. Hmm. Was, it just, was it just not culturally relevant anymore? <laughs> Like not talking about the Simpsons, for example. <laughs> yeah, we actually, I, I think, I think Fee took a Simpsons quote out of her. Talks. Yeah, I think she did. But you know, like Simpsons quotes were often used in youth talks, but yeah, totally. not anymore. Yeah. Cause no. It's been a long time since the Simpsons was popular. Yeah, no. With the young crew. Yeah, I don't know. There was lots of calls made, and I like, like shout out to all the people and the leaders and yeah, Brado and totally and Quinn and Rachel as well. Like everyone was super flexible. Yeah. Um, the site that we were at meant that um, weather was a big factor because there wasn't um, like any big covered spaces really. Oh, yeah. So um, other than like being in a chapel or being in the dining hall. So it just meant that when we woke up on Saturday morning, it was kind of sprinkling. It was like, oh, we're all good. And then it was like raining sideways. And we're like, oh, okay, maybe we're changing that. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't raining anymore and the sun was out. So it meant that like everyone had to be flexible. And I think everyone really, really was. Mm. And like that to a point where the crew wouldn't even know that things like that were going on, which I think is really encouraging. I just think it's an interesting point. That's why I almost interrupt you though. Is that how do you, might be a question for people listening to the podcast. How do you build that flexibility into your teams? Mm. I think it's being friends with your leaders. Totally. 
Totally. I think I think if your leaders are all mates with one another and uh, one of the thing one of the beautiful things that comes out of friendship is trust. Mm. And it's it's and this back each other up. Yeah, it's this thing of like, oh okay, you guys are gonna make a call and we're good enough friends for me to go, yeah, you know what, I'll I'll run with that. And um, uh, we had some like difference of opinion that we were able to talk about at debrief, for example. And that was great that we were able to talk about it then. But at the time it was like, no, no, we're going to go with this and we're going to do this together and we're going to be a part of this together. And then we were able to talk about it because we're mates and that's not a big deal. But it wasn't a, I'm going to get up and challenge you in front of everybody, <laughs> which, yeah. which wouldn't happen if you were mm. actually not trusting one another or mm. mates with one another. And opinions, to go, and opinions or thoughts might take precedent over over relational teams over yeah, team. and over the team yeah mm -hmm. for sure and so yeah there's something really beautiful about uh having a really solid group of mates leading together it is it is a really powerful thing because it it leads to flexibility it leads to um trust it leads to backing one another up uh even when it's you might necessarily back them up uh in the moment like it's it's a really really cool uh, culture it creates. Yeah, it's mm. yeah. What is <laughs> you said? You came home on the train, and the parents were appreciate appreciative of that, and people were falling asleep and blah blah blah. What does it look like now? Because I'm asking because you talked about how good it was to be able to spend time together and build stronger, lasting, deeper friendships. What does it look like now? Back on at church and especially Friday night gatherings, but even like. A lot of the youth obviously still go to our other gatherings as well. So, what is it, what? How much of it has the camp affected that? Oh, I think it's. Already Sorry, can you can you go with this? I just need to need to take a call. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all good. Um, I think you can already see. Um, we did some things. We did a big game last week that was a very like, we we're playing ultimate tag in the church. So it's like a very physical, athletic kind of game. Mm -hmm. And I think you could already see a couple of kids who weren't as excited about doing something that is very athletic were still really keen to hang out and kind of helped facilitate the game, which I think is a really fun um, showing of culture where it's not just them going, ah, oh, maybe they're doing something that I'm not necessarily um, going to be super stoked about. Instead of going, ah, oh, well, then I guess I'll do my own thing. It's like, no, I'm going to get involved in this and help make it better with what I care about, mm. which I think is really Encouraging, cool oh, coach. It sounds like it almost like more willingness even just to participate, let alone make yeah. it better. Or just make it theirs as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and Friday, like we've always been blessed with um, uh, a culture, especially with the crew that we have at the moment where they're really keen and happy to serve. And um, yeah, if you haven't been to one of our Friday gatherings, um, it's pretty sick that um, Ethan I... Um, we do bits of like, obviously we do a fair bit of preaching and things like that, but in terms of um, like service leading, praying, reading, um, helping with sound, uh, helping with proclaim and things behind the scenes like that as well, it's mostly crew. They're, and, they're stepping yeah. up and doing it. Themselves. Well, it's their gathering. They, it's their, like as much, even though uh, Ethan and I are paid staff, yeah. it's, 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 if, as much, if not more, they're gathering than it is ours. So I think that's really cool um, that they get so involved in that. And I, like, again, it's only been one week, so it's kind of hard to say what the long-term effects of things like a camp will be. Um, but it's really cool that they jump in and get involved. And a couple of them have, um, yeah, like really stepped up and do a great job on Friday. And now uh, 
are popping up in other services to help out as well, which mm. is really encouraging. I, I feel like that might be something that people are like, how do we raise up leaders? How do we raise up people that are willing to step up like those guys are doing, like you mm. said, like you just said there, Brayden? What, like what, what does that look like and why is it, like this has taken a long time mm. to put into place, to have young crews stepping up and running almost every single part of the Friday night gathering. Uh, what would be your encouragement, or ask you, Heath, what would you be encouragement to start making that happen and how, how can you make that happen? Because, I mean, that's what so many churches probably struggle with is perhaps engaging youth to take them to, from finishing school mm. to being just gradually older people of the church community. But we already think the younger people are part of the community now. How do, you, how do we encourage them to be participate in that rather than just come and consume it? Yeah, I heard a, a really cool, uh, I, was in, I was in a conversation about um, uh, including people uh, with a range of disabilities in church uh, and how to do that. And one of the lines from that that I think you can pull out of just, uh, of just that particular issue and into a whole bunch of things uh, is uh, what we can fall into the trap of doing with that particular uh, group of people is uh, going for inclusivity, uh, which is a really beautiful, important thing. Uh, but how do we as a church community go from inclusivity to belonging? Uh, uh, and that was a discussion that was had, uh, was how do, we, how do we do that? And I think that same kind of discussion uh, should be had about teenagers. Uh, like how do we go from this isn't, we're not just putting on a thing for you that you feel included in, uh, but how do we do something together that you belong to? And you have ownership of. And you have ownership of. And so I think uh, something like really cool training things like we have at the Friday Gathering that at, at one point is a Friday, is a, is a training thing. But on the other hand, it's actually a beautiful sense of, yeah, this is your gathering. Own it. Like you belong here as much as we do. We're not just leaders putting on a show for you. Uh, it is a thing that is yours. Mm -hmm. And that is a really, really beautiful thing. And something that I think teenagers recognize like I think there's a really obvious. Oh yeah, this is mine. Uh, when I feel like they listen to, feel like they're part of something. Totally. Rather I had than some, just like here, I'll tell you what to do. Yeah, I had some non-Christians come up to me today. Uh, I was at Kiriwe High uh, doing the lunchtime group there, and some of the boys that come to our youth group every so often, actually pretty regularly now, uh, came up and said, "Hey, then we're coming to youth this week. Uh, we're really keen. Uh, what are we doing?" And I was like explaining what we're doing, and they're like, "Okay, can we do what we did last week again?" And I was like, nah, because we nearly broke a few things. We'll do it later. Like we can't, we just can't do it every week because we'll, we'll cause some damage. And because we're just playing this fun thing where you got to jump on tables and run around. It was great. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And they loved it. It was an ultimate tag. Yeah, it's an ultimate tag, um, which was really fun. So they were really keen, excited by that, right? Um, but they then felt comfortable enough to be three guys who are not connected with church in any way. They felt comfortable enough to go, hey, can we do A, B, C, and D? And I was like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it's this thing of like, we probably can't do some of those things, but we can definitely do it. And there's that, there's that thing of um, like, yes, I'm in that sense, I am their leader. I am doing the thing because it's youth group. So it's, so it's that, but of course they can have input. It is also something that they are a part of and something I want them to be a part of and we want them to be a part of. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And so I think, uh, yeah, encouraging. I think again, we keep we talk about this all the time, but this friendship thing, 
is one of the steps in that inclusion to belonging thing because suddenly it's not just we're putting on a thing for you. It's, hey, we want to be friends with you and so we want to make this yours too. Does that all make sense? And is a, that helpful? A core strategy for Solis for a long time, which I'm sure you've spoken about before, Stu's spoken about and yeah. Tim's spoken about, is creating a friend. The, lead, the youth leaders are a friendship group that we want the young crew to grow up into. Yep. yep. And so whether that's – and that's beyond that. That's Saturday night as well with late yep. night and anyone hanging out. Like we want – or Sunday morning, we want the crew to grow up into that friendship group. And so and something that, that we and the crew know that, but something that we that also gets said all the time is that we're coming on a Friday night to hang out and it doesn't matter if there's any crew there or not, because we're hanging out as friends just as leaders. And I think um, that was like highlighted by the fact by at the end of the camp, a bunch of leaders being like, Can we just like send the kids home and stay for another couple of days? <laughs> yeah. And we'll have a great time. Like it's, it was made a million times better by the amount of crew that were there and the fact that the crew were there and that was epic. And you and most places you'd be like, why would you run a church camp if no crew were there? But I think we would have been pretty fine to just be like, let's just hang let's out. Just hang out. Like yeah. we like, and I think that's a really cool thing is that you're building, you're not just building them up um, as a group of their own, which they are. They obviously have appropriate relationships with people their own age and. Um, very important. There's, that's very important as well. But the cool thing is, is we're also not just going on a youth camp to help grow the kids, not kids, grow the crew in their um, relationship with God, their relationship with with each other and with their community. It's that's happening for the leaders. That's happening for everyone on camp. That's happening for Brado as a camp parent who came just to hang out. That's happening for um, Ray and um, Quinn who came just to service and cook. Yeah. Like that's happening for everyone who was on camp which I think is really encouraging. Mm. So having the leadership community to grow up into is really important in setting the culture of like, this is for you to grow up in leadership as well. And it's your church now. Yeah. Yep. Like, because you will, when you grow up into it, it actually, there'll be a few things different, but it won't be that different. Mm. Like, cause you'll still be serving in the ways that we described that they're serving now. Uh, and if not more so, which is going to be really, really cool and really, really exciting to see what we're doing now is just building your skills at it, mm. which is really cool. Do you need to have, that's the last question. Do you need to have gathering to be able to do that? Because for example, other people would be like, yeah, we might have a youth group at our church, but we don't have a gathering on a Friday night. My answer is no, but I'd love to hear what you think, Brandon. Um, well, I like I it. Make it spicy. Yeah, I think it depends on how your group, youth group set up. If you're maybe more of a strategic approach or a no guts no glory approach youth group then your youth group probably looks a lot like a gathering or a bible study yep. like there's lots of different youth groups or things that look a lot different i think if your youth group's um more missional focus has a lot more non-christians we have a lot of non-christians coming to youth um then our youth group obviously looks a little bit different to if our whole youth group was christians um mm -hmm. so i think there is a difference there is a cool difference between just hanging out and maybe having a formal church gathering I think there's benefits and negatives and we've had, they've had both. Like yeah. at Guy yeah. there wasn't a church service on a Friday. It, no, there wasn't. As Soul Rival Church there is. And I think there's be benefits and negatives <coughs> to both. Yep. But I really enjoy, and I think um, we've got a crew, a bunch of crew at the moment that really are, are thriving through having that. I wouldn't assume that every youth group should, mm. 
because I totally. don't think it would work for every youth group. No. It also works for the space we have. It does. The fact we have a, fr- a factory open on a Friday. And then we, we can use get, all weekend. We can yeah. use all weekend and we can have mm. dinner together. And like that obviously helps as well. So I would, I hesitate to answer that question. I'd say it works <laughs> for us at the moment. Mm-hmm. Anything to add on that, Heath? Well, I think, I think um, you can achieve a lot of the things we've talked about achieving Regardless of whether you have regardless, a Regardless, because of what, like, Braden was very was very helpful in saying that there is a whole bunch of different ways to do youth group. Mm. Uh, and in all of those different ways to do youth group, there are ways to achieve the things. There are still about. young crew that mm. can raise up. Totally. Mm. And there are still young p- crew that can feel involved and feel included and feel, listen to. And feel, like, and feel listened to and feel like they belong. And um, there is still people like there's still opportunities to be friends and there's like all these things uh, all work together and there are always opportunities for training um, and stuff like that if that's what you were particularly looking at but um, yeah in all of those opportunities in all of those differences uh, it is important to figure out what works in your particular difference yeah very cool thank you boys really appreciate you coming on and and talking about youth game it's a pleasure yeah Yeah. i'm sure you're doing it next year then Oh yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, true. But yeah, it's been awesome having you guys on. Thank you, Braden. Thank you, John. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you, Eric, our producer, to um, making this all happen for us. Thank you for listening, and uh, leave us a comment, or at least subscribe if you're on YouTube or on your podcast app. And a fun comment could be a story that you from from your one of your favorite Instagram. youth camp story. Yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be sick. Or you can, you can put that on YouTube or you can email it to me, joel at shockabsorber.com.au. Uh, I would love to hear from you. That inbox is a little bit empty at the moment, guys. Come on. <laughs> I need to need, need So much more. spam. Yeah, it's all like dominoes, two for one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I keep buying pizzas. I'm getting fat. <laughs> uh, yeah, but thank you, boys, and thank you, everyone. And as always, one, one way. way. One way.